When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm sort of embarrassed. I don't know if you're embarrassed, Bradley. Oh, uh, but okay. I think I think we missed a big publication chip, oh, and now it's too late. Yes, we did. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And you know, we've been we've actually kind of made a name for ourselves in the publication ship spotting yeah. world. In fact, we coined the phrase. You came up with the phrase publication ship. Yeah. Um, that's basically where celebrities use their relationship for the purpose of publicity. This is nothing new. We no. just we just really sort of like sat on it when we found it to be quite uh, enjoyable. Yeah, and now it's hatched into so many publication ships. Uh, and one of them we completely missed. It was sitting right in front of our eyes and we were too focused on what it was trying to do to realize it was a publication ship. Yes, and that's the publication ship between Miley Cyrus and Caitlin Carter. We'll get to that in a moment, but what I want to say is the reason we were... Uh, somewhat myopic to their publication ship is that we were busy on the other end of that publication ship, which was the publication ship known as Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth, a.k.a. Liley. We were so focused on why they broke up and it seemed very odd timing. Um, I don't know that we really ever figured anything out, but we were clear that there was a lot more going on behind the scenes and we were being led to believe that said, we then, I think, missed the obvious next uh, thought, which should have been, well, okay, if these two are in a publication ship, doesn't that mean that Miley and her current, what were they calling her? Romantic, Romantic friend, friend, Caitlin Carter. Um, shouldn't we you know, look at that? And we should have a little bit further because we learned over the weekend, and we apologize for getting this uh, to this a little bit late in the week um but we were busy with emmys yesterday yeah. but one of the things we learned over the weekend was that miley and caitlin carter are no longer and we know this because a source spoke to people oh oh a source spoke to people is latin for somebody in the camp mm-hmm. of miley cyrus spoke to people magazine exactly quote the source miley and caitlin broke up they're still friends They've been friends forever and were there for each other when they were both getting separated. But they're just not in a romantic relationship anymore. Okay, so first of all, what is the timing of this? How long were these two allegedly together, if we were to believe the tabloid uh, chronology here? Uh, Just over a month, about. Okay. Right? So they were on a boat in the south of France. They were, what was it, hot summer Hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer yeah. on uh, the bow or the stern. I don't know. I One don't of know those if it was two. Port they or were on a boat. Starboard. And, um, 
you know, kissy face and the whole nine yards. And then they started showing up at events together. And this was really this was this was a thing. Yeah. I mean, there was a a page six article that said that they were basically having sex in in an exclusive uh, lounge. What was the name of that bar? The Soho House. The Soho House. That's what it was. And uh, so they were hot and heavy. Because we learned, of course, that Liam Hemsworth, and it was actually the day, if I remember this correctly, and this is, again, why I don't think we paid so much attention to Caitlin and Miley, but we learned on the day that um, Liam and Miley were not together anymore as fo- at right after photos, or was it before now? No, it was right after. Yeah, it was right after. The photos came out of them kissing in uh, the south of France. Exactly. So that seemed very sketchy timing, right? Yes. You could read all sorts of things into that. So then they go public with this alleged relationship. The media keeps talking about it as like their romantic friends, yep. their new pals with kissing pals. And like they just wouldn't say like these two who are, um, you know, romantically involved. Yeah. Wasn't there a story about them moving in together? I mean, they were they were they allegedly were hot quite heavy. hot and heavy. And again, this also came on the heels that she... Uh, that is Caitlin Carter had announced her split after a year of alleged marriage, which never actually happened Was it real? from Brody Jenner. So then now looking back, it seems as though we should have been like, um, okay, something's going on here to raise the profile of Caitlin Carter because she's getting out of a relationship with Brody Jenner and her profile was raised by being with Brody Jenner, but by all accounts, they were never actually married. And we know this from Spencer Pratt, of all people. Right. Um, so, again, you you don't just follow us. Yeah. But what we can tell you is that you've got this person. Like, when were we talking about Caitlyn Carter before? Never. Not really ever. No. Right? Unless you're I didn't like, know what a Caitlyn Carter was. Unless you're deep into Brody Jenner territory. Which, you know, if you're into the hills, then you might be. Yeah. But then let me ask you this, Bradley, because there's somebody in the in the audience asking this very question, right? Because a publationship is to work to the benefit of both people in the relationship, right? Yep. So what did Miley stand to gain from this? Oh, that's a good question. Thanks. Well, she had a new single coming out, didn't she, Holly? Yeah, she released a song that had some cover art that maybe alluded to some of the problems that she was having in her previous relationship. So perhaps getting into a new relationship that was so vastly different that would make waves and get people talking from her relationship with Liam Hemsworth actually gave them a reason to start talking about the breakup versus just fading away. No pun intended. The song slide away. Slide away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, She and then she released that song that allegedly was about her breakup with Liam Hemsworth. So they both got something out of this publicationship, right? Yeah, they absolutely did. And again, you know who I think got the raw end of this deal? So as as we're sort of breaking apart what we think happened this summer and now into the fall with Liam Hemsworth, Miley Cyrus, Brody Jenner, Caitlin Carter, all of this, I feel like the person who got the short end of the stick was Liam Hemsworth because I honestly get the impression, and again, it could just be the way that I'm reading these tabloids, But I just feel like he was the least, because if you look at his responses, if you look at his communication with the media, it's been very terse. It's been very um, understated. And I just get the impression that he was used in order to raise the profile of these two people. Like their relationship probably had been over for a long time, um, but they hadn't talked about 
publicly acknowledging that or the need to do so. And then perhaps Miley had hatched a plan with Caitlin or Miley at least had her own reasons and knew that it would also help Caitlin or, you know, some combination thereof that I'm still unclear about. But yeah, it seems to me clear that, you know, I wouldn't put this past Miley Cyrus. I mean, again, remember who Miley Cyrus is. Right. She's Hannah Montana. Right. She has grown up with the ability to create a persona for the media. And she knows how the media machine works. So she knows how to play it. Absolutely. Well, guess what? It's this publicationship is now paying dividends for Caitlin Carter. Oh, Caitlin Carter. The publicationship that's over, by the, the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's what we learned over yeah. the weekend. And that's when we said, wait, hold on a second. We missed a whole lot here. Uh, and we started to go back and put together the pieces. Well, don't be surprised if you don't hear that. If you don't start hearing the name Caitlin Carter more than you ever have. Again, she apparently showed up at uh, Dancing with the Stars on Monday night to support her friend. Now, you might wonder, is her friend one of the celebrities that's dancing? No. Who is she supporting? One of the pros. Oh. Yes. Who? Whitney Carson. Oh, okay. Is one of her friends, apparently. So she showed up. And you know, when you go to the taping, they make a deal out of that. That's actually part of what... yeah. Dancing with the Stars does is they try to get more celebrities in the audience. The more celebrities, specifically ones that are going to be talked about that are in the audience, the better, you know, they get bonuses for that. Well, that raises the profile of the dancer, of the, the pro, um, just as it would increase the bank account of a celebrity participant on Dancing with the Stars. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So apparently her star has risen far enough that people are taking note of the fact that she's uh, in the audience of Dancing with the Stars. And this is, again, like, this is behind this whole thesis we have about publicationships where you've got, like, because people will say, like, are you saying that they faked their relationship in order to get attention? Well, yes, essentially. But, like, what that actually means is totally up to to them to know the truth. Like, we're not actually, like, I don't know if Miley Cyrus really had a thing for Caitlyn Carter. I kind of feel like she probably didn't, but whatever. You know, there, there was an opportunity and they maybe had a fling, but I doubt that that's even the case. I mean, that just seems so implausible um, that, like, they're just gonna happen to have a fling at the right moment and it's benefiting them both. Right. You know, again, it could just be that that's what happened and they're taking the cynical approach by taking as much advantage of that opportunity as possible sure okay fine i don't care what what the truth actually is i'm just here to say and we're just here to say this is clearly something that um is being manipulated and leveraged yeah Yeah. and also by all accounts bradley correct me if i'm wrong the storyline that they're going with is that Caitlin and Miley are still very much friends. That's the thing that's so funny about this. And this is the thing where, like, when I saw this, I was like, wait, what? Like, you see this, like, relationships ending, and they're like, well, the two are still great friends. Okay. You know, that makes sense if, like, we've been together for five years, or we've been together for 25 years. We have a kid together. We're going to have to have a relationship together. These two have literally been together for five minutes, and you want to tell me that they've already decided to go their own ways amicably? No, because after five minutes of being hot and heavy with one another... You are very emotional. And so if something happens, sure, they could be lying. This could all just be a ruse. But it doesn't make any sense to me that they would be like, oh, yeah, the two are still on great terms. They're just not, you know, sleeping together. Well, what happened in the last month that they that made them decide not to sleep with each other? Right. 
because like what so what i'm saying is what's the benefit of acknowledging that out loud yeah. it just doesn't seem to add up and it that's seems why it seems like it was all a lie to begin with yeah that's sort of what you know like they were you know like last month they were going bowling and having sex now they're just going bowling. Exactly. They're going bowling. <laughs> With Miley Cyrus's mom, who, exactly. by the way, yes. was the third wheel in the relationship oftentimes. Which, that's kind of weird. Which, oh, don't even. But here's why I think that you you got something public about that. It's probably because we're about to see either Liam and Miley have something, Miley have something with somebody else, or Caitlin have something, or there's something that would need us to not believe that they're together. Otherwise, yeah. who cares? Right. Like, you you don't send somebody to People Magazine to tell your story unless there's a reason. So I'm saying be patient. Keep your eyes peeled. You very well... Be vigilant. Be vigilant with Team Cobra, <laughs> and you might find the truth because, friends, it's out there. The truth is out there. Yeah, you know, you've, dun, dun, dun. you've begun to come to us, the Colleen and Bradley Show, to go really deep on things you didn't know you cared about. We're deep in the shallow. We are. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, though, Elizabeth Reese is going to go deep with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Hi. Demi Moore's new book is out. It's called Inside Out, and we are just getting flooded with stories yeah. from this book. So, All sorts of stuff. Just a lot of stuff. She's admitting to a past infidelity in her memoir. She's talking about her whirlwind marriage to musician Freddie Moore and how being unfaithful forced her to face some hard truths about her life. So she was 18 when they got married in 1980. They divorced in 1985, and she says, The night before we got married, instead of working on my vows, I was calling a guy I'd met on a movie set. I snuck out of my own bachelorette party and went to his apartment. Mm. Oh, wow. Demi Moore is analyzing this relationship, and she, she says, "What did I? Why did I do that? Why didn't I go and see the man I was committing to spend the rest of my life with to express my doubts? Because I couldn't face the fact that I was getting married to distract myself from grieving the death of my father. Because I felt there was no room to question what I'd already put in motion. I couldn't get out of the marriage, but I could sabotage it, is what Demi Moore has to say about that marriage. Following their split... She went on to marry Bruce Willis in 1987. Of course, they have three children together, three girls, Rumor, Scout, and Tallulah Bell. They divorced in 2000. And then um, a lot in this book, a lot of the headlines that we've seen about the book talk about her relationship with Ashton Kutcher. And she said that the relationship felt like a do-over. Like I could just go back in time and experience what it was like to be young with him much more than I'd ever been able to experience it when I was actually in my 20s. Yeah. I think it's... Which is sort of what we all... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thought was going up. Yeah. I think it's fascinating to get looks into people's lives like this. I just feel weird about it because Ashton Kutcher is over there, and as much as I may not be a huge fan, and he probably had to have signed off on this, right? Because like he could have sued to stop her, presumably, from I, sharing I mean, some of this, don't you think? I think it all depends on how you frame it. And I'm sure he got a heads up. Yeah. It's her story. Right. So she's certainly allowed to tell her story. And I don't think any of the things that she's sharing. I mean, I think a lot of it centers around her. I mean, she reveals that they lost a baby as as she was six months pregnant mm-hmm. and lost a baby together. And she's talking about her own drug use and what led to it. And then and then I do know that she talks about the cheating Um, But that was already public before because there were photos. That's how she found out Ashton Kutcher was cheating. There were photos of it. She found out about it by getting a Google alert. So I wonder if there were either really careful ways that she wrote about this. Mm -hmm. And so that it was all about her and um, and that the things that she put in about the way he behaved were public already. I feel like I signed off. I wonder. Here's what I'm curious about. And I think time will tell. Uh, if slash when Ashton Kutcher is doing any type of press for anything that he shares his opinion, if he if he allows that to be asked of him, mm. because, you know, they're allowed to say, we're Don't not, ask me we're not here kids. to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We're not here to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So if he if he doesn't say, don't ask me any questions about Demi's autobiography. Right. Then, then they're free to ask questions. Yeah, and if they do, and he answers, I think that'll be very telling. Well, and I about think, how he engaged with it being written yeah. in the first place. Everybody sort of knew too. I mean, when Ashton Kutcher was cheating on Demi Moore, I don't think anybody thought that was a great move. But I mean, you're you're very ignorant if you think that there aren't other things in relationships that lead to cheating. I oh, mean, unless sure. you are married to like a sociopathic right. narcissist yeah. who just is a serial cheater and they don't care and it doesn't matter. That's one thing. But if it is a relationship that started in equal love, then you know that something broke down in the relationship to lead to that behavior. Right. It doesn't excuse the behavior, but it is important to explain it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a like a style thing or like a because she can write whatever book she wants. But it is just kind of a for her. I want her to be like moving forward. Yeah. Now, right. So hopefully this is her way of like dealing with that yeah. and now moving forward. Well, And the headlines that we get as the book comes out are all about the things that they want us to be interested in so that yeah. we'll read the book. Right. Sure. And so it's all it's the most salacious stuff that comes mm-hmm. out in the headlines so that it'll get you to go. Oh, my gosh, I want to know more. And I do have a feeling that once you read the actual book, I do think I'm going to read this one. And I very yeah, rarely read celebrity memoirs. Yeah. But I just think she intrigues me. Yeah. yeah. And I want, I do want to know well, she's more. She's certainly been a mystery for a very long time. Yeah, she has been. Uh, Demi Burnett and Christian Hagerty. You might not know them by name, but they are the first same-sex couple to get engaged on Bachelor in Paradise oh. or on any of the Bachelor franchises. They admit that they've had a really tough time thanks to hurtful public criticism over their relationship. Um, and... She said it's just been really difficult that they've gotten a lot of pushback, which I just 
Can't believe. Where are Can't we? You. When? Can't who you? Are we? I know. I mean, have you opened anything lately? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, like your eyes. They were yelling at children <laughs> yesterday. It was a dumb, ignorant thing to say. I know. I'm sorry. No, I li- don't I apologize. In, no. I live in a I rainbow appreci- unicorn yes. world where I feel like what? And I appreciate your optimism. Thank you. She said, it's been a super tough time, but I know there's nothing I can do to change people, how people are perceiving it. But then they talked about how they do feel like this um, sense of being role models for other for young people who Mm -hmm. are thinking about, you know, coming out or working through issues of their sexuality and what it's like to be to, to really just be considered normal in terms of your search for your person or your partner, just like anybody else. They were on Good Morning America today talking about this. I'm grateful, and now I can't wait for two of the men to come forward. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be kind of awesome, right? And could we get a black bachelor for the love of God and all that is holy? Yeah. All right. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right and win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Is on the phone today, Colleen. Thank you for asking. I've got Ufries on the line, and what is Ufries playing for? Ufries is playing for one of these a pair of running engagement. Ugh. How are you doing over there, Hals? Do you smell know. toast? Maybe. Okay. She's playing for Downton Abbey movie passes. Yes, a pair of queen. Them. And literally, I do mean queen. Thank you. And what, Holly? That's all. That's oh, all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Are we ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? Me? Yes, you. I think so. All right, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Wrecking Ball is a song by which singer? Miley Cyrus. Will Smith starred on what 90s sitcom? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze have a very famous pottery-making session in what movie? Ghost. Who sings the song Cheeseburgers in Paradise? Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Sailor is the daughter of which model slash celebrity? Who? Sailor is the daughter from what model celebrity who's currently out oh, dancing with the uh, stars? Chrissy Brinkley. Yes! Mm. You did it! Congratulations! Yeah. You won! All right, stay put. We'll get all your information so we can get you those tickets to see Downton Abbey. Thanks for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30! Thank you for singing, too, Bradley. Now we can move on to solve mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Hold Item. Bowling. <laughs> We're not going bowling with anyone's mom. We're doing celebrity gossip mysteries with Colleen and Bradley. Yay! Yay! Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. Try to solve the following. Okay. The amount of money being spent on the publicity PR for this celebrity offspring and her network reality show debut is staggering. The goal is to have three to four stories placed about her each day in the tabloids. Is Uh, that Sailor? Sailor. Brinkley? Cook. 
Wow. Sailor Cook. Yes. So if you see any stories about newly minted reality television star Sailor Brinkley Cook, that's because her people are paying them. Uh, them being the tabloids to have those stories be published. Uh, okay, so really quickly, uh-huh. I do want to key in on that because I think that there's something subtle there that I don't think people realize is that there are there are tabloid pieces that are paid for. In fact, actually, rumor has it the rumor entire wills? yes maybe the entire like I call it the gutter the sidebar on the Daily Mail is mostly pay to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And rumor has it that some of those pay-to-play experiences are actually advertisements for services that those celebrities provide to very rich people. Yachting. Oh, actually, Mm -hmm. yeah, the Daily Mail for sure. If you go onto the Daily Mail and spend any amount of time, you will notice two things. One, there are a lot of who's in the world. And two, there are a lot of teachers having sex with their students. That's true. How true it is. It's so weird, you guys. Don't spend any amount of time there if you don't have to. We'll do it for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're here for you. Another blind item celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve this afternoon. Here we go. Okay. The Instagram feed for the permanent A-list singer in quotation marks is just being used for distraction now to always get people talking about something else other than what is really going on behind the scenes. That's a Brit Brit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the Instagram feed of Britney Spears is just a distraction now to always get people to talk about something else other than what is really going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Can we, I? Hi, did we not uncover that by ourselves? Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Put our name in that Wikipedia entry, please. Thank um, you. What I was going to say, too, is and also they're using mainstream tabloid media outlets like E. And I can't remember the one. That I just saw today, but there was another clip from the Daytime Beauty Awards where. (laughs) Which, by the way, what the heck is that? It's a thing where in you had one of these uh, hostesses interviewing Sam Asghari, the quote unquote boyfriend of Britney Spears. And it was another one of these interviews at a time when literally there are a half dozen stories about her conservatorship, her father's alleged abuse, her mother's attempt to gain control, her um, medical and health condition. As those stories are actually happening, you have this interview where a woman is sitting down and asking him questions like, how did you guys first meet? Oh my God, that's so amazing. And it was like, did you really go to a sushi restaurant for the first time? What's your favorite kind of sushi? Also, I I think um, you've talked about marriage someday. Are you really going to get married? How dumb do you have to be to not just pointedly ask? Well, are you holding Britney against her will? Yes, thank or you. Are you on the payroll? So, so that's that's the thing. Like, I, I maybe she's dumb, or maybe she has just been told these are the questions you're going to ask. Yeah, you know, like there's because they're getting something that is the fake news outlet. Can't believe, but it's true. The tabloid news yeah. outlet, right? They, they. <laughs> They have something to gain by having Sam Asgari on. I right. mean, it's like you and I. Like, if if they said, hey, we can get Sam Asgari on your show, we'd be like, sure. Yeah. Well, you can't ask about Britney. 
No, okay, thank you. Okay, then we won't be having him. Yeah, as much as that would raise our profile, perhaps, with some people, like, oh, Colleen and Bradley are interviewing Britney's boyfriend. Yeah, until you turn up and then hear an interview, which sounds like total trash. Okay, but can I ask a question? Yeah. Because I'm really curious about this. Let's play that tape all the way through. Sorry, I know we're doing blind items. Don't worry, we'll get back to them. But if they offered Sam Asghari to us, and we were like, yes. And then they were like, but you can't ask about Britney Spears. And we'd be like, okay, wink, wink. And let's just pretend we had the cojones to do it anyway. Yeah. Because I know us. Then what? Like. Then what, what? Then Exactly. Like, would they, <laughs> like, what, what, what would we stand to lose from that? Oh, yeah. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like, we would lose anything. Because they can't stop us. They they're gonna not going to arrest yeah. us. I mean, I guess they could, us. they could, you know, like <laughs> Mr. Conservatorship, Jamie Spears could call you know, um, the head of Hubbard Broadcasting and say, these two, you know, like, shoot, go right ahead. I kind of feel like that's not, nothing's happening with that. Right. So, like, there is nothing for us to lose in saying, sure, and then getting him on the phone. Now, here's the problem. So then I think about that reporter on the red carpet of the Daytime Beauty Awards. I'm like, again, what do you have to lose? But they have much more to lose. You're probably right. Because they have access to people that they actually need and want access to to do their thing. We... (laughs) (laughs) We don't have access to... No, we, we don't have, have access anything. to the cafeteria, and um, you still pay full price on that yes, pea soup you had at you. lunch. Yeah, so but it was I'm good. just saying, like, they do have more to lose, or at least that individual reporter has far more to gain by playing along uh, with a system that is set up. That's not what we're set up to do. We're not right. set up to just parrot what celebrities no, want we're us to set say up to expose truth. We have a little bit of freedom in a way yeah. that they don't. So shame on you, fake tabloid journalist lady let's get another one of those blind items she's not listening though right she's probably a very nice person a concern can't even be mean like, at, like to somebody who well we i was gonna say know. like if we had sam asgari on and we were like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna have like our washington post it. moment we would totally fall no. to pieces we would okay yeah good to know crumble like a Here's a confirmed blind item for you colleen and bradley to solve this was originally published on september 10th here we go I hope the part-time reality star doesn't think her relationship with the former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer is monogamous because the singer was hitting on models nonstop at a New York Fashion Week party yesterday. Is that Haley Baldwin and Justin Boober? Oh! 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 No. How are you doing over there? No. Okay, wait. Say it again. I hope the part-time reality star doesn't think her relationship with the former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer is monogamous because the singer was hitting on models nonstop at a New York Fashion Week party yesterday. Well, then I thought of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, but she's not a reality anything. There's nothing real about her. Brad, maybe you were onto something. You were birthing an idea. Was it... (laughs) Is it another Jonas? No. Oh. You guys, you're really close to it. Like, we have been close to this story this afternoon on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh. Oh. Oh, Miley Cyrus and uh, Caitlin uh, Carter. Oh. 
Okay, so in that black. What? Oh, I'm so confused. I hope that Caitlin Carter doesn't think her relationship with Miley Cyrus is monogamous because Miley Cyrus was hitting on all the models nonstop at a New York Fashion Week party yesterday. Ah. Okay, well. Confirmed. Now, here's a side note from NT Lawyer. I guess she, Caitlin, thought it was monogamous because when Caitlin found out about the cheating after reading this, they split up. Oh! Also, too, I would like to add, when you are a person who is dating somebody because they cheated on the other person, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You yeah, might. but you don't know. They were in a really different place. And I was there at a very important time in their life. And our yeah. love is really no, it's special. Not. It's actually not. So there you go. Okay, well, that puts a new wrinkle into things like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> that puts a new wrinkle into things. And now we have to just revisit everything we said. Holly, oh, yeah. you could have stopped us We're gonna during have to the revise. first segment of our show. <sighs> when we come back, we got to get the Cobra Gang together. I don't even know if the Cobra Gang is capable of untangling what Terrence Howard said on the red carpet at the Emmys. Okay. Let's, we're all going to have a listen and uh, have a whack at it after this on my talk. You guys, what is going on with Terrence Howard? Uh, It's a big question. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, when we've got a mystery to solve, we pull together the Cobra gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double with a Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a Cobra Gang. Um, so Terrence Howard, he's a character, and we've been paying attention to him off and on ever since he uh, made out with Oprah. Uh, and talk, do we have that cut somewhere? Hold on. We gotta find I, I it. I think you know the location of that. I will more than try I to do. locate it. In any case, uh, he always has said some weird stuff, and we've always been interested in the weird stuff that he says, right? But uh, on the red carpet at the Emmys the other night, I think he said what I believe is the weirdest thing of all. Oh, for sure. Uh, so he was being interviewed on the red carpet. And he was being asked about the fact uh, that he has decided not to come back to empire, obviously, and that he is going to retire from acting altogether. So rightfully so they asked about it and what he said, I can't even recite. Awesome. Should we listen? Here it is. Lucius is in the house. Uh, Terrence Howard here. You made huge headlines when you said, after you complete these 15 episodes of empire, you got to walk away for a while or forever? For good. I'm, I'm, I mean, everyone keeps trying to tell me, don't say it's forever. But I spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when 
I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that you know Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? What? Okay, wait. Walk on Walk water, on water for, for, tips? for tips? The flower of life? When he opened it properly? And what the... Pythagoras was looking for this platonic sphere. What? what? This there's, is there's this more. I okay. Well, we're gonna get to it, but I just want to first say this is the Terrence Howard that I prefer to be able to make out with Oprah, Man, to have op- to have love scenes with her and those tiggo bitties. I mean, um, <laughs> her, she's such a. Okay, okay, that's what I prefer because so I understand what he's saying. We know there. that to be able to oh, make. I don't think we need to do it again. No, we know you. that Terrence Howard is prone to say uh, eyebrow raising things, yeah. but this one really takes the cake. Like, was he stoned, or is he literally? Is he in a cult? Does he need to be rescued? Okay, but wait, because he sounded like. But wait, what? There's more. Okay, like that wasn't the end of it. All right, let's raise our eyebrows further. Okay. That's a big remark. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? Big is a good word. Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's... It's the thing that holds us all together. Okay. What? What is happening? Platonic solids, which I just Googled, by the way. What does that mean? Well, uh, platonic solids are one of five regular solids, a tetrahedron, a cube, an octahedron, dodecahedron, and icosahedron. So he's gone back to geometry class? There's some sacred geometry, which is like one of them ooey-wooey things. I think that he watched a YouTube video about it sacred really does, geometry. Or like a bad <sighs> Netflix documentary like the one Colleen watched. And Leave then she, it alone. And then she believed that we never went to the moon because it was on I YouTube. I highly encourage people also mermaids. to look at that, though, and really think critically about it. The flower of life is the modern name given to a geometrical figure composed of multiple evenly spaced overlapping circles. So it's like Fibonacci. Like, which, What? Fibonacci. Fibonacci spiral. It's like where uh, things multiply on each other. Listen, I don't, but I... I, Are you trying to explain what just came out of Terrence Howard's mouth? But I also love the idea that he's like, yeah, I'm going to leave acting because I'm going to blow y'all's minds. And like... We're like, I, yeah, no, my mind is blown, but not in a positive way. There are many spiritual beliefs associated with the pow- the flower of life. I'm reading this from crystallinks.com. Uh, for example, depictions of the five platonic solids are found within the symbol of Metatron's cube, which may be derived from the flower of life pattern. These platonic solids are geometrical forms, which are said to act as a template from which all life springs. Cool. What I still don't understand, Bradley. You're actually not clarifying it. No, that's because it makes no sense. Because he's talking gibberish. But you know what? Here's what I I mean. Good on him that he's found something to commit his life work to in leaving acting. His stable job on the set of Empire 
So you're being ironic or a little bit sarcastic, I hope. Yeah. yeah. But now he can open properly yeah, the flower what, of life. Th- what's interesting is like, I I've, thought that was some sort of sexual thing, frankly, but flower whatever. Of life. Well, maybe yeah. Oprah's take old. <laughs> that's where the flower of Bitties. life is. Apparently that's where he found it. Oh God. All right. Well, okay, so was, we saw something that was enlightening or something. When <laughs> we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what movie or TV landmark must you visit? You desperately want to go there. Where is it? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.